Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. All right, it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen, for the World Championship Radio Podcast. And I, of course, am Rob, with my good friend to the left of me, Justin. What up? What's going on? And my good friend to the right, Mike. Hello. We are, of course, here to talk about wrestling. You know, we had some good shows coming up, or actually in the past year. Got done with uh, Payback, and uh, you know, probably uh, want to talk about a little bit of that. And, uh, of course, we have uh, going to probably talk about a little bit of uh, maybe a little toys today. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. That sounds positive. But uh, first, uh, how are you guys doing? How's uh, how's everybody's life? Good, treating it well. Uh, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm recovering from uh, from payback. Yeah, yeah. What did uh, what was the uh, the brunt of the pain from payback? It just made me really ill. Really, overall. Uh, oh, I mean, it was a it was a great raw show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or Definitely. SmackDown, you know, it's like, it, or no, it was, it was what, it was, it was Raw branded, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah that a, was the Raw show. Yeah, it was a great Raw show, but it, it was a horrible pay per view. <laughs> yes, no, I have to agree with you on that one, man. I, I, in my opinion, if I had to put a rating on it, I would say it was probably around a four out of ten. If I had to put it on ten, mm. you know what I mean? Really getting melter there, huh? Yeah, I don't like to go with the five star because then people get <laughs> confused if I go, well, I think it was like a three star. And they're like, oh, well, that's kind of good, right? <laughs> you're, only, you're only, you know, three out of two is not bad. No, it's not really that good. <laughs> no, but with a ten, you know, you get the you get the nice range. So, yeah, I'm going with a four. What do you think out of a ten, if you can? Out of ten, I'd probably go, I'd, I'd go a brisk four. Okay. It, it did have some highlights. I mean, I actually did sit down and watch it, so it couldn't have been terribly bad. Right. <laughs> what did you think, Mike, what did, if you had to rate it? Well, obviously, Mike didn't enjoy that. It was rated up. <laughs> so that's probably like, what, a one or a number two? <laughs> it's about a number two. A number two. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Hey, a two out of ten. That is not good. Let me tell you that. But, uh, yeah, we did have a, a payback, uh, what was it, about three or four days now from when we're recording this. So, yeah. yeah for, for throwing back the, the curtain there, yeah. <laughs> right. Breaking <laughs> down that wall. Yeah. k <laughs> brother, k Hey, man, we got to let these people know. I like to give them the honest, you know, like, uh, what do I say, like a solid, you know, base where we're coming from. But, uh, oh. Don't worry about the music. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But, <laughs> yes, it's time to talk about Payback. So, obviously, uh, they have a pre-show now. And uh, they like to feature, like, I don't know. I, I, the last two pre-shows, and, you know, with WrestleMania and Payback, they've had good stuff on there, in my opinion. I mean, like, you know, they had, with this one, you had Cass and uh, Enzo. Versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. On paper, it should have been a great tag team. Right. But then the bell rang and Cass got in there. Or not Cass, but Enzo got in and just shit the bed. Right. Yeah, I was kind of uh, upset with that as well. It's just, you know, it's the same old thing with them. I mean, how do you feel about it? I mean, they, they win, but it's the same thing over and over it's yeah big cast pulling off the big moves and then dropping enzo on top of him for a pin and, and really does that do anything for uh, gallows and anderson i mean you you got them they weren't no one was pinned by cast the stronger member of the team right you're pinned by enzo right yeah it, it does shit for <laughs> for anybody that gets pinned by him yeah that, i mean it just it's kind of like a slap in the face really you think about it but I mean, how long do you think they're really going to last together? I mean, they've obviously lasted longer than I thought because I thought at WrestleMania there was going to be a breakup. Oh God, I even predicted it. Right. <laughs> so I mean, premonitions. <laughs> <laughs> and you see how well that worked out for me. I mean, they're still together. I mean, I have nothing against Enzo working. I just the the push he's getting, it, it's it's not deserving. It's 
it's a push within the the shadow of Cass. Right. Yeah, I, it's yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. I mean, time will tell. Of course. I mean, with them beating, you know, those guys, that kind of looks like they're going towards the tag titles, in my opinion. I mean, Gallows and Anderson just had the belts before they lost it to the Hardys, and you know, the Hardys beat uh, Cesaro and Sheamus at payback. Yeah, but I I, I see them keep staying with Cesaro and Sheamus just for at least another pay per view, at least one right. more. I think they might be saving Cass and Enzo for for what I don't know, but it seems like they're saving them for something. Maybe just that. Where can we interject them the most? Right. Outside of commercials, outside of slinging chicken or something like that. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, they're com- they're commercially a good product to have, you know, within the, within the brand. Oh, God, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all know when, you know, boil it down to brass tacks, it's all about merchandise and downloads and how many people you have subscribing per month to the network. I'm sure it helps, you know. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I want to amend that. Okay. I do think I know what they're saving them for. Once New Day is cemented in SmackDown, they're going to need that that comedy relief that, you know, that fill mm-hmm. that void that, that the New Day left. And I think that's where they're going to fill. Okay. I get what you're saying. I mean, it kind of makes, you know, it makes quite a bit of sense with, like, the timetable that they have going on right now with... Uh, you know, Kofi and his ankle, or what is it? Ankle, or is it something higher up on the leg? I'm not sure. It was, uh, I think it's what, a cave, a kayfabe ankle injury for a knee injury? Okay, it was a knee injury. Okay. Yeah, because the way they made it sound was it was top guys doing top guy things to Kofi's ankle. Oh, <laughs> uh, clink me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it, they definitely could be a uh, how do I say it? A comic relief because I mean, Sheamus are they're good guys, and I, I'm not really happy with what the gimmick that they're trying to go for now. Because I did watch Monday Night, and I definitely don't like when Cesaro is uh, not a or is a heel. I don't like him as a heel. He's, it's it's kind of weird. It's like people want to like him because, I mean, the crowd got behind him. Right. And he turned his back on them. So I'm, I don't know how, you know, the fans will receive him now. But but you know what? That was one of those. The Hardys weren't going to be the heels in this run. You know, the, Hard, the Hardys walk into any promotion right now. They're the automatic baby face. Right. So somebody's got to be the heel. Yeah. That's, I mean... For them to be a big, those are the biggest heels, in my opinion, for, you know, being in WWE. Sheamus, always a heel. Oh, yeah, Sheamus, definitely. Yeah, and I mean, when Cesaro started out originally as a heel, in my, you know, when when I saw him first debut. Yeah, because that's when he won the U.S. title. Right. Yeah, and then when he teamed up with uh, Tyson Kidd, he kind of became a, uh, you know, a baby face that way. Crossover. Right. Right. Because they were supposed to be heels. Oh, yeah, that's right, because, you know, Tyson came down with the headphones on to the ring, and pretty they all they both did. Yeah, you can't be, you can't be a heel with fucking Beats by Dre on your fucking head. <laughs> how, how can you be heel? Right, you know, <laughs> like, come on. Holy shit, he's got headphones. I got headphones. <laughs> I identify. <laughs> See, you know Be- what I'm talking beats about. Beats by Tyson. Beats by Tyson. <laughs> Hey, that's, I mean, you could look into that since, you know, he's got some time now. All the time in the world. I don't think anyone <laughs> will ever let Tyson Kidd come back and wrestle for him. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's sad. If if Daniel Bryan can find some kind of wrestling league or federation to take him, mm-hmm. they'll take Tyson Kidd. Oh, yeah. It, it, it'll be the broke neck league, but hey. Well, we'll see. I mean, you know, I mean, they look at guys like Daniel Bryan, you know, got hurt and, uh, now they want to say that they're ready to come back. He's ready to come back. He's numerous times now that he's you know raw or no, I'm sorry, not raw. SmackDown general manager. I think they try to lock him in so he doesn't leave the company. But I don't know. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got a substantial contract. Uh, right. <laughs> I think he got hurt right after signing. So yeah. <laughs> they got him for a while, or they can just let him sit at home and collect that paycheck. Yeah. But uh, let's get back to what we had also on the uh, pay-per-view uh, pre-show. Um, we had a, a little uh, interview session with uh, the Miz TV was uh, having uh, Finn Balor as their special guest. And, uh, well, I don't know. That kind of, like, that kind of drug, in my opinion. I really didn't need to happen. I would have rather seen him wrestle. Right. Especially considering the whole lead-up before payback was the whole um, Bray Wyatt stepping in and, you know, stepping on uh, Finn Balor's, uh, his whole I'm back speeches. And, it, it, you know, you just thought, it's, it, okay, here's that build-up. To the demon versus the eater of worlds. Right. You know, it, it, on paper, once again, should be a great match. Right. But, you know, when he was doing his little interview, the thing that stuck out most to me was uh, when he was like, you know, the Miz was like, what are you going to do now with, you know, your next step in career? And he said he wanted the beast, which, I mean, a guy his stature in, in the kayfabe world, people are like, oh, my God, this is like David versus Goliath. But in reality... We know, as you know, beyond WWE, he has wrestled him before. You know, Brock Lesnar versus Prince Divot has happened before. And, I mean, you know, time and time again, other little guys have fought Brock Lesnar before and beat him. So, I mean, I don't see that as a big deal. Hell, there's a, yeah, Nakamura said he wanted to fight him again. Doesn't Zach Gowan have a win over Brock Lesnar? A one-legged man, I do believe, has a, a one win at least. <laughs> I uh, I agree with that. Yeah, I believe you're correct. That is a uh, Zach Gowan does have a win over Brock Lesnar. So I mean, anybody can really beat him. <laughs> one leg, one arm, whatever. And that was around the time when Zach Gowan was a real douche too. So <laughs> right, yeah, still a douche. Yeah, he is still a douche. You know, we uh, we've had the opportunity or um, the misfortune, the misfortune of meeting him at a uh, local up. Uh, promotion uh xicw we can uh, drop that name but um yeah it's uh definitely interesting to see where the miz or i'm sorry not the miz uh finn balor is going to be going here and uh also when we were all on uh, raw who else said that they were going to go after the beast uh, uh, uh seth rollins yeah he was saying he wants to go after the beast now so I yeah, mean, they, they started with them, and then the Miz came out and started doing all that nonsense. Then Dean Ambrose came out and did made the match for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, that was quite interesting, uh, Dean. The way he was being portrayed on Raw, he was almost like the Booker for the night, and he was an <laughs> announcer, and uh, he did. It, he was telling you know back to Gorilla, <laughs> right? <laughs> back to you, Gorilla. Exactly. It, it runs with that whole, you know, he's unstable and all that. But, you know, it, it works for him. But to actually believe that WWE is letting talent just run around, like, give me a goddamn camera. Right. <laughs> you know, let's I, do this. Well, I got a camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're in the locker room. It'd be weird if we, we didn't do an interview. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I mean... It should be interesting, though, to see what, you know, will happen with that, with having, you know, Seth Rollins and having, you know, one of the bigger talents triple also. Triple threat. Yeah, triple threat. You know, you're, I agree with Mike. You, you know what? perfect triple threat. You know what I realized? What you're saying, triple threat, you know, it just dawned on me with the shakeup that uh, all three members of the Shield are actually back together. Oh, yeah, that's right. All on the same pay-per-view now. Well, Minus one right now because he's in recovery. <laughs> well, you know, Strowman wasn't done with him yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm not done with you. <laughs> I love when he yells that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That should be his new T-shirt. Oh, yeah. I'm not done with you. I'd buy that. <laughs> I think I yelled that at a waitress recently. I was like, you know, she was going to take the plate from me. I was like, I'm not done with you. <laughs> and she just looked at me like, you know, I was deer in headlights. You're like, no, the plate. I'm yeah, yelling not at the you. Plate. No, no, I'm talking about the plate. It's delicious. Thank you. No. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, let's get back. Uh, 
Moving along here, uh, finally the pay-per-view starts, and we start out with Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho for the United States Championship. How did you feel about this one? I thought it was okay. That was the highlight of the pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, I would say that was one of the best matches of the pay-per-view. So what, Chris Jericho did what he does. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... Steal the show. He's a popular, I mean, white hot right now, in my opinion, with the people. Oh, God. Chris yeah. Jericho's doing, giving us the best he's ever given us in a, I mean... Since, like, you know, when his debut on Raw. Right? Soak it in, man. <laughs> and it's all because of DDP yoga. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> man, I swear to God. If anybody can save a wrestler, it's DDP. Like, Bang! our Lord and Savior, DDP. Okay, can we just, like, you know, just admit that? We need to get that minute? shirt made. Yeah. But, uh,. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I would agree that, you know, with Chris Jericho beating Kevin Owens, he now goes over to SmackDown. I caught a little bit of that. That was quite funny. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a little late on SmackDown. That's all right. But, uh, we won't. yeah, it was good. I mean, for the most part, he got in there and uh, he put uh, Aiden English on the list. Because, uh, right Aiden, on. Yeah, he had a little breakdown or whatever. That's good. <laughs> he deserves to be on the list. He's on my list. Right. As garbage. Yeah, I mean, he's. it's kind of funny now what he's doing with that whole, you know, being alone. He's embellishing himself, but I don't think he's that popular to be doing that. That's what he was that's what he was doing when the beginning when you started that gimmick. Thank you. He's he didn't change. He didn't change for the Vaude villains. <laughs> You're exactly right. <laughs> that was what he started off as. He'd come down to the ring, he'd start singing. Matter of fact, he challenged uh, Big Cass to a singing contest. In that's NXT. right, and lost. Yes, and yeah, lost his right. own gimmick. <laughs> oh, boy. Real bad. Think I could sing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Right. You know, yeah, I don't was, even know where to lead with that. It wasn't skewed at all. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, I would say it was probably a, a solid B, in my opinion, you know, a letter grade of that match. And being, you know, it was a payback, a pure payback from what happened at WrestleMania. Right. Jericho got payback on uh, on the uh, finger of Kevin Owens. Yes. <laughs> his, his finger didn't leave that match the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, uh, there was a big emphasis on attacking his finger. But, uh, yeah, he uh, made sure that that wasn't going to happen again. It was. That was the second time that damn finger broke the count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a finger. <laughs> oh, boy. What, uh, what kind of finger are you talking about, sir? <laughs> well, whatever it takes to win the match. <laughs> That's right. And uh, Kevin Owens did prove that. Uh, he uh, lost his ass in the match that he couldn't control. But, all right, moving on. We uh, had a uh, match of the cruiserweights. Mr. Austin Aries, uh, A-double versus the uh, Mr. Neville here. Dot, 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 dot. We talked about this. What? What do you want? Adrian you... Neville? That, that. Say it right. The king of the cruiserweights. There you go. The Never. Garbage. What I thought was funny, though, is his, uh, what do you call it? The whole, like, did you listen to him during that match? Like, he was saying some crazy-ass shit. Like, he was doing, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, saying some weird stuff, man. Well, in his defense, his partial teeth could have fallen out. <laughs> uh, and, hey, I... I do believe we covered it on the show. Right. Neville is very hard to understand. And then you pop his teeth out, it's impossible to understand what he's saying. Right. Yeah, I just, I really don't know. But, I mean, it was a good match. I thought it was a good match. Until Rule. the end. Right. Yeah. Then it went. Yeah, Neville uh, was a bitch and uh, pretty much made sure that he could use a, uh, you know, disqualification clause. Like he said, the ref was in the wrong position. Right. <laughs> if the ref was in the right position, he would have still won the match. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, some of the, you know, the more memorable stuff, I would say, is, uh, you know, Sunset Flip Powerbomb, Aries used. That was pretty cool, in my opinion. Uh, did you catch that? Sunset Flip. What? I am not impressed by Austin Aries much. No? Not lately. But, uh, hey. 
I think he's drinking his own Kool-Aid, to be honest. I mean, I'm not taking away that he's a great talent. <laughs> he's a really great talent, but... He's not as bad as when he was when he was in TNA. Right. Oh, well, you know what, though? It's TNA. And it's TNA during the Dixie rule, so mm-hmm. I think he gets a mulligan on that. That's your boy. <laughs> That's your top dog right there. Who, Dixie? Yeah. Top dog. Tibbity top. <laughs> Actually, I would love to see Dixie Carter manage the revival. Oh, f- oh, Jesus! <laughs> oh, God! If I have to listen to that voice, yeah, I will. I can deal with her. There will be a lot of fast forwarding. Yeah, that's why I didn't watch TNA for the most part in the beginning. I couldn't handle that. No, that wasn't the beginning. <laughs> TNA, TNA, when it first came out, I watched a lot because of they had decent wrestlers, and it wasn't a Oh. Shit show, and then that happened. Yeah, but TNA is uh, dead. They have Impact Wrestling now. Impact! Uh, <laughs> Boom! Which they should have been years ago. Yeah. They, they, they should have just been Impact Wrestling. I never understood the whole TNA Impact. It's either one or it's the other. Either it's TNA or it's Impact. Right. Well, it's now just Impact because TNA is gone. <laughs> but... Let's get back to what we're talking about here, payback. Uh, The Hardys versus Cesaro and Sheamus, we kind of already touched upon. Uh, They uh, defended their belts. And uh, at the end there, the most important part of the match, I mean, really, was the uh, ending, uh, the heel turn of uh, Cesaro and uh, Sheamus. No longer shaking hands. (laughs) I mean, I, I think that probably ate into them quite a bit, you know. I, I don't see she- uh, Seamus as a guy that wants to shake anybody's hand. As unintentional as it was, I think the whole uh, Hardy losing his tooth mm-hmm. in the match, getting kicked out his head, I think it really adds to the storyline. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he is broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, if, if you follow the tweets, it, it you know, his brother's already following up with, you know, those cryptic messages that led up to him mm-hmm. being broken in TNA. Yeah. And I think, too, that uh, I think they won that contract dispute with, uh, you know, the broken gimmick with Impact. And so I think we'll probably be seeing a little bit more towards that, hopefully soon, because, I mean, that was gold, in my opinion. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you must have been living under a rock if you hadn't realized what the Hardys have been doing before they got to w- back to WWE. They can't walk into our arena without people screaming delete. Right, or obsolete. Or obsolete, exactly. Or King Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's more over than uh, most of the roster on WWE. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely an interesting match. But uh, moving on here, we had, uh, oh, the uh, world, uh, it wasn't a world, ch- I'm sorry. Yes, it was for the Women's Raw Championship. Uh, Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. It was uh, historic. This is the uh, first time uh, we've had a uh, female be able to uh, capture both Raw and SmackDown titles. So, I mean, that uh, I guess that's a big deal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a big, a big deal considering they just made the SmackDown women's title. <laughs> it was like, like they're acting like this thing has years of prestige behind it. They're like, oh, yeah. the great Muda held this. No, the hell she didn't. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the, the great Muda. And yeah. She. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Mula, sorry. Great sorry. Mula. Mula. <laughs> Mula, not Muda. <laughs> yeah, she come down, she would spit green mist in someone's face. And <laughs> that was just from her, you know, from her teeth. But uh, yeah. <laughs> she was going through her Japanese phase. It it happens. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was the funniest. I was watching the uh, after show after payback, and uh, she was being interviewed, and she's acting like you know, where's this? Where's this? I'm expecting this, and it's like really like, <laughs> where are my balloons? Yeah. Where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I got to admit, I mean, she's actually entertaining. I mean it. If nothing else, I can't take away that she's an entertaining personality on the show. Yeah, I would say that her, uh, um, how do I say it? Her stardom has changed greatly in the last few months, I would say. More outgoing, more personality, more of a heel, a way better heel than when she was in Raw 
or I'm sorry, on SmackDown. Oh yeah, she's she's a great heel now. I mean, yeah. it's a perp. She doesn't have. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because she can shine a little bit more in Raw, or you know, it's definitely the writing. They they gave her more mic time. It it's coming through now that she can be a pretty disgusting heel. It, and it's not like you know, she's kicking babies, but it's the whole me deal. Right. It's all about me. <laughs> You're wrong. It's me. <laughs> That's right. It's all about Mike. But uh, yeah, so historic Alexa Bliss. Congratulations. Uh, moving on to the seventh match of the evening. I uh, had a Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe in a grudge match, really, because of uh, all the bullshit that uh, Joe has been putting on Seth and his, you know, recuperating knee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because we all know that that was bullshit. But he was very good at selling it. He got me. Oh, yeah. He had everybody convinced. <laughs> Not me, but he had everyone convinced. That right. means you. <laughs> I'm not a sheeple. <laughs> Are you a bleeple? Hey, he, can, he can fool some of these other humanoids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but H- me? Humanoid? You are the de- you are the definition of the humanoid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the finish I wasn't too happy about with the you know, it wasn't that memorable. Do you remember how it finished out? I could not tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, Joe had him in a Kohina clutch, and he flipped over and rolled like did like a reversal basically into a pin, and that's how he won. So I mean, kind of like a steel win in my opinion, like a schoolboy roll up. Right. Right. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not a big fan of wins like that. I like clean. How do I say it? Decisive over. Finish them. Yes. You want the one, two, three in the middle of the ring. But you know what? With with all the goddamn kickouts nowadays, you can't have a one, two, three in the middle of the ring. It's got to be something creative. You got to schoolboy them or something like that. It's just the way that wrestling's going nowadays. Right. Because, I mean, I lost count after about maybe 15 false finish, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, it is what it is. It's it, I'm going to get it either way probably because, you know, they want to finish matches on time. They want to make sure that, you know, certain wrestlers are getting the equal amounts of time on the pay-per-view. Each match is individual, whatever. But, all right, moving on. We had, uh, well... One of the worst matches, in my opinion, of the evening, the House of Whores match featuring Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. And, um... You done? <laughs> All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a pretty horrible match. I mean, we had, uh, we had it featured in a house in the middle of nowhere, which is actually for sale now on Zillow. Yes, it is. <laughs> I put in my bid. Did you? Yes, I did. Oh, nice, nice. It looks like a decent little house, uh, besides the uh, water damage in the basement for me. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting for years, I read that on there. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know what they were thinking with that match at all. I mean... I tell you what, my favorite part was when Matt Hardy got the fireworks, and they... Oh, wait, no, no, there was a different match. Right. A different match that WWE yet again stole. I mean, they tried it with the compound, with the New Day. Yeah. When they were fighting the whole Wyatt family, you know, even the Backwoods family. It, it's just, it's, it's one of those matches that kind of, it, it took me out of the whole, the whole realm of the pay-per-view. <coughs> Excuse me. It, it was like watching a movie almost. Nice. And it, it made absolutely no sense. Yeah, I was... Yeah, it was really disappointing. I mean, with the whole, you know, like, oh, where's where's Bray? Where's Bray? Oh, he's coming from a camera side, you know? Like, <laughs> dude, he was standing behind the camera the whole time. We obviously aren't that stupid. Right, exactly. <sighs> and, you know, it's the baby dolls and the, the baby's crying. Yeah. Just things like that. I, it, it made absolutely no sense. Right. And then even up to the to the whole point of, Bray not just doing his whole gimmick deal mm-hmm. to go back to the fucking arena. Yeah. Why the hell does he have to jump into a goddamn limo? Yeah, I thought he was, <laughs> you know, magic. I thought he could go anywhere he wanted. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Follow the buzzards. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I thought this was supposed to be a, a title match. 
<laughs> was I wrong? I mean, I thought it was for the World Heavyweight Championship. Well, what was the rule stipulated? It starts at the House of Horrors, mm-hmm. but it has to end in the ring. Or forfeit, or what they say, or forfeit or something? Wasn't there a weird clause in there? I don't think, I, or, or no, it was, yeah, it was the forfeit if the other person could not make it. Okay. And Randy Orton was locked in the goddamn <laughs> <laughs> refrigerator. Yeah, he dropped a freaking refrigerator on him. <laughs> Those who didn't watch it, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a really sh- bad shit show. And uh, well, I mean, it was they got to the, the you know they got inside the house had the huge brawl. Bray got into the ride the limo and uh, took off, and they paused it there actually. You know, they kind of like I don't know how you can pause a match. Well, you had to give them time because one, the driver <laughs> had to figure out where They've the hell done to go. that before. <laughs> Have they? Yeah, there was the. Uh, oh, give me a second. I think it was the Rowdy Piper Gold Dust. Uh, That's what I was thinking. Oh, where they where they did the, the ba- yeah the uh, Hollywood backroom brawl or whatever. Right. Yeah, the back uh, backstage or backstage or backlot. The backlot. Backlot. Okay. Yeah, I. You're right. Yeah, they had to do a bunch of camera cuts on that. Yep, they had the, the, what was it, the gold caddy and the, the white Bronco. <laughs> yeah, they stole the OJ footage. Yep, yep. It was the, it was during the time of the OJ footage. Or time, so, <laughs> was of course, they had to steal it and use that whole gimmick. Right. I mean, that's completely tasteful. Yeah, that was definitely a good job by Vince McMahon right there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they made it back to the arena, and, uh, you know, Bray thought he was – Add in the bag and turn the lights on, and who's standing behind him? <laughs> so, so, Randy Orton. So, so Bray doesn't use his own teleport gimmick, but Randy Orton does. Yeah, apparently Randy's <laughs> absorbed all of Bray's powers. It's uh, it's like an Illuminati thing. Apparently, uh, they've transferred powers from Bray to Randy. Randy is now supernatural. Because it was one limo. Yeah, <laughs> Bray took the only one limo. <laughs> right, Randy showed up in that limo. And uh, Bray left in it. It's because you know sure shitting as hell that no one's picking him up in his draws. Right. Hell in a cab. Right, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just like I th- <sighs> they could have done that match a lot better. They could have left out the house completely, in my opinion. They could have done something all in ring with like a hell in the cell cage. Oh, yeah, but I mean, the the true icing on the cake, though, wasn't until the absolute finish. Yeah. <laughs> when you get Randy Orton about to, you know, finish it off, old Randy Orton style. Right. And then here come the Singh brothers. Oh, yeah. That's the right. I forgot Bollywood about that. boys. The good old uh, Jinder and uh, the Singh boys. Jinder? Jinder. Jinder Mahach. Penis arm. Yeah. So, so the gender bending Mataraja. Yeah, that's what JBL's taking to him now. We're calling the Maharaja <laughs> of SmackDown, which I don't understand. But uh, yeah, you know when you're trying to sell your your whole product to another country, why not start off by making fun of their culture? Right. I'm the Maharaja. <laughs> <laughs> and you know JBL is such a world traveler. I'm surprised that's what he went for. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, I mean, they're running in with it, too, you know? Fucking right. Jinder Mahal, he's running with it, you know? I'm the Maharaja. Right. You know, I'm going to speak to my people in my language. Oh, yeah, that's right. He is uh, doing that gimmick like a lot of the uh, other foreigners that have come to WWE in the past. But, uh, yeah, I would say for the most part, even though Bray Wyatt won that match, he's not the memorable point of that match. They pretty much screwed him over by having Mahal come in there and beat the crap out of Randy and pretty much soften, soften him up more than he needed to be. Right. And and then yeah. walks off with the belt. Right. So what did Bray win? Right. He didn't win a damn thing. I mean, <laughs> is he the champ? <laughs> I mean, obviously he is. He won the match, but right. he has no title. And then they have him carry over to the next Raw with no title. Right, yeah. What, I mean, if he won the belt, he should have been on SmackDown, right? Right, exactly. I, I don't understand what's the, the reasoning behind this. Yeah, I really don't understand 
the thought process. I mean, I I've heard rumors that you know with the whole Indian uh, India market that they're trying to open up into. I'm sure this is probably some sort of uh, marketing gimmick that they're doing to get people interested from that country. I understand, you know, that's a great idea, but why not do it a proper way? Why not build up Jinder Mahal? He's uh, obviously has the strength to do what he does in the ring. I think it's a um, it, it's a quick decision because I also hear that TNA or sorry Impact is they're trying to start up that whole ring kicking thing. Yeah. So it's a knee jerk reaction. You know, we got a couple Indians. We got the Bollywood boys. We get, you know, <laughs> we get gender. Right. <laughs> so why not just put, you know, put it together and see what we got? Yeah. You know, that, that, these three guys are enough to, to go to, uh, India. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it, it is what it is. But, uh, our final match of the night, uh, God, I don't even want to talk about it, but we'll have to talk <laughs> about it anyway. It's what we talk about here on the World Championship Podcast. Um, Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Uh, a broken Roman Reigns showed up for that match, in my opinion. Probably shouldn't have wrestled. If that bandaging was true, which, you know, 75% of the time it isn't. No. But he was really coughing up blood there at the end. <laughs> oh, you mean like when he was coughing up blood when Triple H went at him? Right. When he or what? I'm sorry, he didn't admit, but everybody busted him on the whole blood capsule thing. That was actually the first thing I said when I looked at him: is why the hell is he doing the goddamn blood capsules again? Right. Yeah, I saw that when he popped the one by the wall, and he bit it, and then he just spit on the wall. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that. It's like why you've already shown that you can't do it. You can't. You know, you can't do it smoothly. Right. So don't do it. Yeah, I'm just at a point where, you know, you have just a big guy, overpowering guy. I mean, strong guy. And he's just beating the crap out of a smaller dude. It's, I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Right. I mean, you got to be an idiot not to see that Braun Strowman's a big-ass dude and he likes to throw people around. He's not going to beat, he. what, you don't think he's going to beat Roman Reigns? <laughs> Come on. I mean, it's a great push for him. I mean, they they need to they need a monster heel. Right. I mean, who who's their monster right now? On Raw, uh, <laughs> nobody. Exactly. Well, I mean, they just <laughs> added Bray Wyatt, so we'll see what happens with that. But I, I mean, you know, he he's the supernatural. He's the you know Undertaker Junior. Right. You, you know, sooner or later, he's gonna have a goddamn streak. <laughs> yeah. Never defeated in a House of Horrors match. <laughs> that's his <Wait>. streak <laughs> but at the same time i mean it, it was a good showing of bronze power they made him they god they really really made him look strong it, oh yeah they did and this was what the only kick out that i actually liked they did like the old school where you know the person being pinned is so much more powerful so when he pushes out he literally launches the guy off of him. Right, yeah, he throws him. And Braun literally threw Roman Reigns from a, from a back position laying yeah. onto his feet, from his back. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> insane. It's, I mean, the guy, he's talented, obviously. I mean, he's got the build. He's getting, you know, like, he was in the world championship with strongman competition. Right. So, I don't know, man. I think he needs a mouthpiece. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I definitely think he needs a mouthpiece because if I hear another one of his promos with his whole, you know, marbles in the mouth talking. He sounds like Hogan in my opinion. That's what he sounds like to me. Brother. That's what I want him to say. I want him to drop a brother on somebody. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Strowman's here, brother. Yeah. Yeah, papai. <laughs> but, yeah, that was payback. Ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, enjoyed it, oh, more wait, kudos. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. wait. Okay. I, I also got to mention, though, Braun Strowman, according to, uh, he's got a streak, too. He is 0 for 0 with ambulance doors. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that one came off the hinges. I mean. It was such a garbage finish. <laughs> yeah. For the whole show. I just mean for the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the end there, at Raw Talk, when he's, like, bouncing the ambulance door off of him. 
<laughs> yeah, that was retarded. I, I, I fully expected the whole, I'm not done with you yet. But to see him run through and then run through that goddamn door. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> I, I actually took away some sins <laughs> from that pay-per-view just to see him knock his own self out cold right. with a fucking ambulance door. <laughs> yeah, I just... You big goof. I'm done. I'm done with that. I, yeah. I don't know what else there is to talk about payback. It just, Mike, do you have anything to say about it? Nah. Garbage. <laughs> nah. Right. Yeah. Subpar right. raw. Subpar. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, now we can, uh, we have a little, uh, topic. Do you want to hit topics or do you want to go and, uh, let Mike do his jam? Mike, are you ready? No. A little bit more. Okay. We'll do some topics. All right. What you got, sir? What you want to cover? You got anything? Uh, okay. Um, the hottest one right now is uh, Billy Corrigan. Oh, yeah. That's right. For those that don't know, uh, Billy Corrigan uh, recently just purchased uh, NWA Wrestling and all their stuff, pretty much. Uh, the video library, the belts, the promotions, pretty much. Anything that involved NWA is now pro- property of Mr. Corgan. <laughs> right. So all those contracts to those independent companies that that have, you know, that are running under the NWA banner. Mm-hmm. It, matter of fact, who's the NWA champion? That's a damn good question. <laughs> uh, that, that, that would have to be something we'd have to look up. I mean, that's okay. interesting because. Last time I checked, I think it was Colt Cabana. And that was years, years really? ago. Cole Cabana. <laughs> I'll have to look that one up, definitely. But, yeah, I haven't heard anything about the NWA in a long time. I mean, it, according to how he, how he does this, I mean, I don't expect him to get TV time. You know, I'm hoping that he's going to do something, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as maybe unite yeah. the little uh, little independent companies that are under the banner of the NWA name. How many companies are there? Do you know off the top of your head, or I do not know off the top of my head. I yeah, because yeah. I'm curious. Like now that you said something like I'll, that, I'm, my I, prediction would be between like it would have to be between five and seven. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean you know maybe even set up a whole like a kayfabe uh, NWA booking committee or not booking committee, but the you know the, the committee that meet they would meet and then pick the champion and blah blah blah. You know. Mm-hmm. They can kayfabe the whole back in the day, you know? Yeah. The territories. That, that's pretty much what I'm getting to. They can kind of bring back the feel of the old territory days mm-hmm. if he plays it right. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely interesting what the future holds for that because I'd like to see something come out of it where, you know, we have maybe a weekly show somewhere, a pay-per-view. You would have to imagine at least one of these little companies has some kind of TV time in their local, you know, <laughs> in their little local area. I mean, nothing major, but right. hell, even a if he ran public access. I mean, it, it's it's cheap, it's old school, right? But at the same time, who the hell's doing it? Yeah, that's well. You know what? This is a perfect segue into what I just found out. You told me I wanted to look up what NWA, who is their world heavyweight champion. Does this name ring a bell to you? Tim Storm. Uh, Anybody? Bueller? Lance? Well, yeah, that, like, that's what I thought. Is he Lance Storm's brother? I... <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about Tim Storm, but currently on uh, Wikipedia, he is listed as the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, he is 51 years old to be the oldest wrestler to hold the NWA World <laughs> Heavyweight Champion. So it could be Lance. Uh, yeah. But the the person that held it after him, I don't know who he is either. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Jax Dane. Huh? Yes. I know. But I'm looking at this title history, and like I said, this is coming from Wikipedia, ladies and gentlemen. Do not beat me up over this. Right, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking it up, and they're saying that the most... How do I say it? I quit saying that. Uh, Rob Conway is the most... How do I say notable person that I would know? Okay. And he wrestled in uh, WWE. Right, right. And after that, uh, Kojima, and then back to Rob Conway, and then Cal Gas. I don't know who that is. 
A lot of indie guys. Yeah, there's a lot of Adam Pierce, Cole Cabana in uh, okay. 2012. Okay, so those are two names I know for sure. Uh, the Sheik held it in 2011. What? what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then it went Same. back to Cole Cabana. <laughs> <So>, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know, man. It, like, even have – yeah. I just hope that there's something done with it because it had so much history – of you know talent that has come through NWA, and I, I think you know Billy Corgan wants to do the right thing. Hopefully, he puts his, gets his shit together and doesn't hire you know weirdos or whatever that he had on uh, Impact. That one weird, what was it? The weird guy was like his roadie or something with the British accent. Right. Uh, was he a wrestler or was he a guy that came over with Corgan? I wonder. I think it was a Corgan stooge. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was strictly just Corgan Stooge and you know, why not give him airtime? Give you know Right. Add to the character of Billy Corrigan. But yeah. The I weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry in every song. So when I watch wrestling I cry too. I mean I I give him his props for, for being such a wrestling fan that you know, he's still trying to keep his dream going. Right. You know, he, he completely fails at, at TNA. Not his fault completely, you know. Yeah. It, it, his fault for keep you know constantly bailing them out and not watching his money. Mm-hmm. But even after the fail, he's still like, you know what? Back in the saddle again. Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see what Mr. Corgan does. And uh, I do hope the best because, uh, like I said, I would like to see some uh, wrestling and uh, – the near future out of NWA and maybe a, a current holder that we all know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's other people who know who Tim Storm is. I'm not knocking the guy. No. He might come here and kick my ass. <laughs> not if he listens to us, Tim. Sorry. At 51. <laughs> At 51. Hey, you never know, man. He, he might be more fit than us. Oh, I'm sure he's more fit than <laughs> us, but at the same time, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, do you have any uh, another topic you said you had? Um, uh, X-Pac. Oh, yeah. Have you heard anything about him, Mike? I heard something about him getting arrested in the airport. Yep. Go ahead, Mr. Justin. So, X-Pac was scheduled to be at a, um, a show in uh, England. He doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. The promoters, you know, they put out a tweet. We don't know where the hell he's at, you know. <laughs> he yeah, he's supposed to get us. on a flight. Right. Um, he's, got a lo- he's got a podcast. His co-host, he puts out a statement, you know. Sean's fine, you know. He's going through some things. Even Kevin Nash puts out a tweet, you know. Oh, he's good. You know, Sean's all right. We know where he's at. And then all of a sudden it comes out that, he was in town the whole entire time. He got arrested at LAX. Yeah. He got arrested for trying to smuggle marijuana and meth yeah. through customs <laughs> to go to England. Man, I don't know what's up with that guy. I mean, I saw the tweet of him where he had worked out and got jacked. I mean, he looked good. He looked like he was healthy. But apparently, uh, he can't break his old ways. And... Uh, it's sad, really, because, I mean, he worked with so many great stables, so many great wrestlers. It, it almost makes me think that, and, and I'm not trying to, either way, it, it looks bad for him. Either he took it for himself, or I honestly believe he might have taken it to sell to some of the boys across the seas. Right. The ones that weren't brave enough to try to sneak their own drugs across. Right. Well, he's got to have all the party favors, I guess. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, you know, like it's expected of him. Right. Uh, I don't know, man. I just hope that he can, somebody can get a hold of him and maybe help him out. Like we said, Lord and Savior DDP, maybe he can get a hold of Sean, help him out. Oh, God. You go through the same uh, treatment Razor went through. Right. I mean, he saved Razor, and we all thought that Razor was gone. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's one of those, it, it, he saved uh, Jake. I mean... That little documentary they have on uh, Netflix right now mm-hmm. is amazing. Oh yeah, amazing. It's a yeah. I that's the only word I can think of when it comes to that story. I will admit, I laughed my dick off when he was uh, when Jake was at the airport, 
and they get into the whole big fight and uh he was like where's my shoes you just oh, can't, yeah. just can't wear my shoes. Yeah, he was. <laughs> no, oh, no, I'm sorry. DDP, where are your shoes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like talking to him like a kid. Where are your shoes? <laughs> yeah, it, it was just sad, the whole thing. But I'm glad that he was able to help him out. And I hope that he can help out Xbox, too, man. I just, It's not cool to see your old, uh, how do I say it, favorite wrestlers when you were growing up as a kid falling on hard times. You don't want to see your heroes actually be human. You know, they were superheroes. Yeah. You know, wrestlers more than any form of entertainment. They put on the costume. They fly through the air. They're superheroes. Right. And it's just sad to see your superheroes doing shitty things. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, what's next? Is Batman going to be caught with a blunt? Yeah. <laughs> doing lines off the hood of the car or the Batmobile. You know, they catch Flash making meth in his backyard. Yeah. It's, it's really quick because of all the meth he was doing. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, hope for the best for him. Gets his shit together. But uh, you got another one for us, sir? I'm enjoying these. Uh... You got anything else on there? No, that is that is all on the uh, on the front for news as far as you know topics, hot topics in wrestling. All right. Well, hey, is it is it that time, Mike? I guess it could be. This is the dry run. This is the dry run, ladies and gentlemen. This is the first time. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. He's uh, gonna let us cover uh, some wrestling. All right. <laughs> Jesus. All right, I got the. Uh... The, the toy in my hand right now. Yeah, describe it. What? Do, uh, who makes it? It's a WWE Elite mm-hmm. Collection flashback. All right, we got the uh, WCW flashback. Yeah. WCW Booker T Harlem Heat Edition. Damn. Does it come with a do rag? That's all I gotta know. <laughs> in fact, it comes with two. Oh shit! I'm sold. <laughs> Two do-rags and the glasses. Now, you're talking about the, the red attire, right? Yeah, the, it's, it's the red uh, one-piece with the uh, forearm sleeves with the yellow flames on the side of it. And then it has the, the, the one that they have on the toy is the black do-rag with the, uh, the red and yellow flames. And then they have the red one. Oh, okay. That's pretty sweet. You can switch up his look a little bit. Oh, yeah. They come with any type of accessories or anything like belt? No, there's no belt. Just the uh, the do rags and the glasses. Okay. And then if you if, if you if you decide that you're gonna open it, yes. Which I mean, I would. I but. mean, I'm not gonna <laughs> open it because of the. This is the first time I've ever seen it, and I don't think it's gonna happen again. Really? So you you're saying you're not gonna touch it and open it? It's not. I don't open them. I have a few of them that are open, but the the really good ones do not open. Okay. But it has like a little stand with a little background. I guess if you get all of the thing, it's like a big, long, like Titantron. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I've seen those on some of the other boxes. They have a, what is it? They call it a playset? Like like kind of like a scape? Yeah. It's like down in the corner. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Oh, this is cool. The series that it comes with too, uh... You know, a couple good guys in there. Yeah, of course, you got the uh, other half of the Harlem Heat, yes. Mr. Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray. Can't <laughs> forget about him. He's the anchor. Faux show. <laughs> then you had Rusev, then Sheamus, then, of course, the one that I've been trying to look for, the NXT Finn Balor one. Yeah, that's a hard one to find. And then they have John Cheetah. But how did you, how did you know it was him? I mean, most people can't see him. It really is. It was yeah. really hard until you said <laughs> all, something. All, all, all I saw was the hat, the purple, the purple hat, and the purple shirt. There was no face. There was, the, the hat was just levitating. You just get accessories. <laughs> right. You're like, what the hell? I got gypped. There's no friggin' figure in it. It's all accessories. <laughs> but, it's supposed to be John Cena. But it has like the, the thing where the 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 part where the figure supposed to be in the invention yeah. <laughs> right hey wwe if you're listening and this is my idea so we expect compensation for this 
Oh, all clear plastic John Cena. You can't see like it. Like a predator almost. Yep. Yes. I mean, when you sense. open it, it just goes, do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 do. Right. But uh, what do you, did you have another one you wanted to talk about? Or, uh... Uh, one second. It's over oh, okay. There. And just to remind everybody, we're going to have pictures of these on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can catch us at, uh, at WCR Radio 1 on Twitter. Yep, and also WCR Radio, or, oh, wait a minute, WC4Life, I'm sorry, on Instagram, you can check it out. We have a, uh, try to, I try to keep it up to date We with all the news and uh, stuff that goes around the wrestling world. But, uh, yeah, Mike, what do you got for us here, sir? All right, this one is the Hall of Fame edition. Oh. The Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Oh, damn. Woo, baby. Inducted in. 2005. <laughs> this one is very near and dear to me because I'm a huge Jimmy Hart fan. It's got the white jacket, the red hearts, the glasses. Well, it's kind of a crazy tie, but mm-hmm. you can't really tell. And the black pants. And then they have the matching megaphone to the coat. The red little mouthpiece area and then the handle is white and then you got the larger part of the megaphone that is white with the hearts on it it's pretty awesome i'm not gonna lie yeah it is pretty cool huh? i know you're a big jimmy hart fan and uh i think this is probably one of the better ones i've ever seen and in this this collection this specific hall of fame collection as the million dollar man ted dibiase nice and not just Macho Man, the Macho King. The Macho King, ladies Ooh, and gentlemen. Yeah. There is a difference. If you don't know what it is, you better look it up. When they really should have did the two-pack of that with the Macho King and then Queen Cherry. Yeah, that would actually, yeah, that would make sense. Oh, Why perfect not? sense. Yeah. King needs the queen. That's right. Damn straight. <laughs> and what a better queen has there ever been. Than Sherry. Sensational Sherry. <laughs> and, sensational and, if you, and even if you want to go further back, what was it? Uh, Sherry Martell. Yep, that's right. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. Former women's champion. And also former valet of Booker T and Stevie Ray. Yes. That's right. The best. That, that was the best manager. That was the best feud that they had with, with her and Colonel Parker. Oh, God, when they kept switching off with the... Uh, <laughs> Oh, what was his team? It was what? Bunkhouse Bucket. Uh, we're going for you, nigga. Oh, <laughs> <Hulk> Hogan. <laughs> Sorry. And that actually came from the toy. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the ones you pulled the string. <laughs> so, there's no special effects here. That was all the toy. <laughs> yep, that's the toy. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> Mike, put it down, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, Hogan's like, God. Damn it, I only said it once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I get a ban. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> I just said I didn't want my daughter dating one, brother. <laughs> it's oh kind of the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. Well, winding down here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to cover or uh, chat about here at all? Uh, no, I think uh, I think we pretty much covered everything. Put on a great show. Yeah. I thought we did pretty well. How do you feel, Mike? Uh, mostly all right. Yeah. But then I kind of stumbled a little bit, but whatever. Well, you know what? I think you did well. And I think our fans think you did well. And I think we want to hear more about toys next time. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, my name is Rob. I got Justin and I got Mike with me working hard to bring you wrestling news from World Championship Radio Podcast. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one. Bye. Peace out, my wrestling buddies.
If I can find it. Jesus! <laughs> and that's it. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.